1: and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right back. Simons in the handoff. Ken cuts to the left. First down and more. 30, 25, 20. Simonton on his way. Ken into the end zone. Touchdown Beavers. And the streak is going to end here tonight. Black snap on target to Woidnick. He gets a much better punt away here. Sammy Strader back to his 30-yard line. Starts up the middle. Gets to 40. He's got a seam. 45 midfield. 45-40. He's got a chance to go. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Beavers! Monumental sort of Black Suits running in. Nod your head. The Black Suits. Let me see you nod your head like this. Let me see you nod your head like this. Let me see you nod
0: Right. Serlina, making me sick right earth and is worthless to her she be tripping like threatening me in my men's trying to get welcome to Legal participation woman, the life official life. podcast Finish of the heiner tailgater recording son, this while firmly ensconced at the heiner tailgater headquarters i'm your host and the big bald guy behind the grill bill Heine heinrich joining me as always from the twin pines vineyards and airbnb the director of thermodynamic lipid immersion my co-host brother the beach beach how in the heck are you doing this evening
1: Doing okay. I was
0: actually afraid that I wasn't going to have power at my house. I was driving, uh,
1: uh, as I was driving up, um, they blocked the road. Uh, You know, the, not the road that you come in on, but the one from like the Dairy Queen. Oh yeah?
0: Um,
1: The road was blocked. Why? And then, and I don't know, they just had barriers set up and there was yellow flashing lights and it's just like, what, eight eight o'clock or whatever on Monday night? Uh Uh-huh. And, or nine o'clock and I don't know what time it is. Anyway, and it was all dark down the street. So I'm like, maybe a power line got cut, you know, mm-hmm. and got knocked down with the windstorm. And so I had to go uh, towards Dundee and then, um, then come back like the road you normally take. And as I'm driving through it again, all the houses are dark. The only lights that are in the yards are like the solar lights that people have in the driveways and stuff. Huh. And something thinking, crap, or am I going to be able to record tonight? Or am I going to have to do it in the dark with a flashlight? And, uh, but as soon as I got, actually, it was just my street. Once I got to my street, the the uh, the houses lights were on. Huh. So, yeah. So I don't know the grid.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it got smoky here this evening, but uh, we seem to be doing okay.
1: Yeah, I tried to take down my uh, my flag because it's blowing like a son of a gun up there, but I I can't uh, grab the rope and pull it down and get it under the hook to release it so I can pull down the pulley. Oh. So I'm just letting it go. I don't know what else to do. So, Unless you want to drive up here and help me.
0: Not particularly. No offense or nothing. (laughs) Well, the purpose of the of participation is for us to talk beaver sports, tailgating, and anything else we find interesting every week and just generally have some fun. I want to remind everyone you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. I said that last week. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and almost any other podcatcher you have out there. If you want to get in touch with us, there's a couple different ways. HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com, at Heinrich on Twitter, and HeinrichTailgater on Facebook. And B, do you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to check what? our email right now.
1: You know what I was just thinking about is, you know, our, our listeners don't know, but you did some decorating mm-hmm. over the summer of, of your recording studio. Oh, yes, I did. I painted my den. Yeah, it's a recording studio. Sure. And yeah. yeah. And so anyway, um, you know,
0: beaver orange.
1: Yes, you should. When you post the next this podcast out there, you should actually post it with a picture. I don't know if you can do that, but that would be awesome. So people could see how dedicated your recording studio is to, to this to this podcast.
0: I'll try to get some pictures taken this week and post them on. Facebook and Twitter. How's that sound? Cause,
1: cause, and and what's the color that you picked, Billy?
0: Oh, it is Beaver Orange.
1: Yes, and that's what you, it's called. Right? If you
0: if you go to Miller Paints, they will have the official Oregon State Beaver Orange. There you go. Yep, and that's what this this room is. Looks Not, pretty damn good nothing, too. I think.
1: Nothing half-assed in the Heinrich world. Everything we do is fully asked.
0: Fully asked. Yes. Um, we did get a, a comment from a oh. new follower, but I don't know. I don't know what their name is.
1: Remember that dipshit from like eight years ago who was giving us crap for being like homers? Remember yeah. Him? yeah,
0: yeah, but I don't remember. I don't yeah. know whatever happened to that to that guy's uh to that guy's uh email.
1: No, he's, he's
0: but I remember that guy. Yeah, he he wrote us all the horrible <laughs> things.
1: Yeah, like um, we're kind of a beaver podcast here, so yeah. I don't know what you were expecting.
0: Yeah, no, so we so. did get a, a comment from a new follower um, through okay. Pod, Podbean. Podbean is uh, where we post our or publish our podcast. Okay. Uh, and you can actually follow through Podbean too, but it just says, love it, go beeves. That was on last the last show.
1: So, well, that's good.
0: Yeah, which is pretty good because I thought okay. the last show was kind of crummy.
1: No, I, it was my fault too. I apologize. I was tired. Well, yeah, you know, just, I was, I was, I was trying to sleep off a bender, and you know, you know the
0: usual. Yeah, there's obviously not a whole heck of a lot to talk about right now, but let's get into some Beaver and Pac-12 news. Okay. Okay. In some uh, Pac-12 football news, the Pac-12 will soon be able to provide its student athletes with daily coronavirus testing after entering into a deal with Quiddell Corporation, a manufacturer of FDA-approved rapid tests for a number of medical conditions. Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott called the development a, quote, game-changer, and said the availability of rapid testing will allow the conference to consider resuming competitive activities before January 1st, 2020. Scott didn't provide a firm timeline for how it will impact the conference's return to play because of other to-be-determined variables. Now, what uh, Scott said was, quote, we still have six universities, our four California schools, our two Oregon schools that don't have the requisite approvals from public health authorities to engage in contact practice at the moment. Even if we were ready to start tomorrow, we couldn't start that we couldn't start what we know as training camp. Now Scott said he and Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren have discussed the possibility of starting their conference schedules at the same time, which could allow a modified bowl schedule to take place involving the conferences which share a long history as bowl partners. Now, Quiddell's Sophia II testing machine is expected to be available on each Pac-12 campus by the end of September and will allow the conference's student-athlete health and well-being initiative to conduct large-scale research on the effects of COVID-19. Scott said the prices of the tests are confidential but will be covered by the member schools. So that's cool, right? Yeah,
1: you know, and, and uh, maybe it's a conspiracy theorist thing going on in my mind, but you know, I I as I've gotten older and I start to read more and and you learn a little bit more about history and stuff like that and the the old adage follow the money, follow the money, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And, and so I sit here and I listen to this and and you know, for some people COVID's a very real issue and I'm I'm not denying that. But in other circles, it is nothing more than a very um, infectious flu. And you look at all the money that's been invested in this thing. I mean, the plexiglass companies have made money. The sign companies have made a ton of money, you know. And and these these other companies are making a ton of money selling testing kits and these quote unquote game changers. And um, I don't know. I just and after finally the CDC is actually give a realistic view of how many people have died from COVID-19 in this country. Um, I don't know if it justifies all the cost or the paranoia, but that's just me.
0: Yeah, I understand. I It's funny. You know, we went to Florida last month and there's so much of it to me just seems to be kind of theater.
1: It is. So, it so, is. so much
0: of the, of what we're doing to mm-hmm. mitigate the effects and, you know, we're going to make everyone safe. And it's like, I, I don't know. I just, it's just funny. It makes me, I just sit back and kind of laugh at some of it. But anyways, let's move along,
1: Beach. Well, I was going to make one one real quick comment. So a guy I work with uh, just came down with COVID and about a week, about a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So uh, chances are if if I was infected, I would have it by now uh, because he hasn't worked for a week and a half. But anyway, um, this letter comes out from the company last Thursday and it says somebody in the company has got COVID. And so if you have contact with this person, you know, you need to be careful, Like, but well, they can't it? disclose, but they can't disclose it because of HIPAA laws. Yeah, exactly. So it's like,
0: well, what the S- hell is this letter so, for? So, e- exactly. <laughs> so really, what does this do? Yeah, no. Yeah. There's so much. Well, of that, yeah. The only thing you do is, okay, who's not
1: at work this week? Okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, yeah.
0: it's just stupid. Yeah. I yeah, know.
1: exactly. I know. So anyway, there you go. All well, right. Beach, what's next, Billy?
0: Well, Beach, I don't know if you heard this. But over the weekend, the University of Utah Athletic Department will implement department-wide furloughs, including athletic director Mark Harlan, football coach Kyle Whittingham, and meds basketball coach Larry Christowiak. Harlan said in a radio interview on Friday. Now, Harlan, does, that
1: mean losing, does that mean they're losing a percentage of their wages?
0: Harlan, yes. Harlan told ESPN 700 host Bill Riley, quote, we've had to make some tough decisions because you can't wait for what might not happen. Now, the decision comes with the department facing a fin- financial shortfall that Harlan previously estimated could range from 50 to 60 million due to wow. cancellations and postponements from the coronavirus pandemic. Harlan tweeted that all staff and coaches will stagger the furloughs, which will last for a minimum of one week to as many as eight through the rest of 2020. Head coaches in Harlan will furlough for two weeks, but it's not clear when those will take place. Now, he said, quote, anyone who works in the department is going to be furloughed for some period of time, and that's hard. But we thought collectively as a group that if we all do this together, it would minimize. We've had to lay off some folks in terms of job eliminations, and that's been really hard. It's not about the people's performance. It's just the time, the struggle that we're in. We've eliminated bonuses. We've done the things that make sense to what people would expect us to do. Now, despite the news about the furloughs, Harlan expressed optimism about the Pac-12's ability to resume football after the conference struck a deal to make daily testing for COVID-19 possible. Now, last month, obviously, the conference announced it was postponing all competitive sports through the calendar year.
1: So, So this doesn't mean it's going to start anytime sooner, but it just means that there's potential we're going to have a spring football season.
0: Well, I... So Beach, have you been watching any of the football games that were on this weekend? No, there, no. There not. there was there was one on Monday night, um, Navy versus BYU. BYU, crap out of Navy. But anyways, I watched them. They weren't that great. But here's all these people out there. Here's all these kids out there playing. Wait, was there was there anybody in the stands? No. Um, some of the games have had people, um, but it's been pretty sparse at best. But it, I don't know. I just. <laughs> I see guys playing. I,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: I really don't understand a lot of this. Yeah. I, I really don't. So but anyways, it's just interesting. Um I think we'll have football sooner than I think we'll have it before the end of the year. You think they'll change their mind? They have to.
1: Well, financially, like you said, if the if the youths are gonna struggle this badly, um, you know, because what people don't realize I'm sure a lot of people realize it the The revenue from football plays and subsidizes the rest of the athletic departments.
0: Oh, exactly. And so if you and don't have so football, that, like I, I could call it football's the money engine.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, whether, whether you like other sports, you know, soccer ain't paying for, well, soccer doesn't have a lot of overhead. That's one good thing about soccer, Yeah. but it's also not a money maker for the athletic department. It ain't, it ain't paying the AD salary. Nope. So, um, called, Dang, the wind is blowing tonight. Yeah. Anyways, so.
0: <laughs> on to some um, other Pac-12 news. This just came out. Are, are, too-
1: are you, just, just real quickly, are you this windy down there?
0: Yeah, but I've got my window closed. But, yeah, it's been pretty windy out there.
1: Okay. I know yeah, I, I went on things. a
0: walk earlier tonight. And the longer I walked, the smokier it got and the windier it got. When I walked out, it was like, oh, there's a little breeze. But this isn't bad. By the time I got home, I'm like, wow, it's pretty dang windy out here.
1: Yeah, it's getting nasty. Okay, sorry. I can just hear things hitting the house.
0: Yeah. All right, beach. So. Oregon offensive tackle Panay Sewell, the 2019 Outland Trophy winner, is opting out of the 2020-2021 college football season and will prepare for the NFL draft he announced on Monday. So Sewell is ranked as the number two overall prospect in the country by ESPN NFL draft analyst Mel Kiper Jr., behind Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Now Sewell's decision comes a little over a month after the Pac-12 postponed all athletic competition through the calendar year as a result of the RONA.
1: Do you think he did, did just didn't think there was going to be much of a season to worry about and just save himself for injuries against cash
0: now? Well, I think some people were s- – possibly. I, there was a chance he could have gone last year, and he decided to come back. Um, and I think some people were surprised at that. And at this point, you might as well, right? I mean, yeah. is with, this With the way it's going, it doesn't look like you're going to be playing for a national championship. Mm-hmm. Right? Because who, who, how the hell is that going to work? Yeah, and it doesn't look like you're gonna be. I mean, are you gonna play in the Rose Bowl? I, I don't know. Maybe since the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are waiting, maybe you can play in the mm-hmm. Rose Bowl. But he won a Rose Bowl last year, so yeah. I think I think the the risk reward thing just kind of penned itself out right there.
1: Mm-hmm. So what does that do to Oregon's uh, talent pool? Uh, that's this that's year? that's
0: a big hurt. That's a big hurt because he's a hell of an offensive lineman. Okay. So. Hmm. All right, beads, A little more news. Uh, this is in some um, Oregon State football news. Now, what uh, what do you think when I say these numbers? Forty-one to nine, eleven and one, number
1: four. Um. Forty-one to nine. Forty-one to nine. Eleven and one. That's the score. The eleven and one is the. 11 to 1 is the is the record number four. number 4 is the ranking
0: What does that remind you of?
1: Uh was that the year we went to uh I uh, the, the score is what baffles me. Is that Civil War? No. What, what what's the score?
0: So you're right, Beech. That's a score, a record, and a ranking that Oregon State fans will remember forever. The year was two thousand, twenty years ago. I was,
1: gonna, I was gonna say, was that the was that holy crap, it's been twenty years since we went to the Fiesta Bowl?
0: Yep, when a special team and a magical season captured the hearts of Beaver Nation that culminated in one of the most memorable games in school history. Now, Beech, this fall, Oregon State is remembering that historic team with the Fiesta Bowl flashback. It's a multi-platform celebration that includes radio, podcasts, streaming, social media, merchandise, and more. Now, beech on radio, a two-hour Fiesta Bowl flashback radio show uh, began airing on September 2nd, so last Wednesday. And it's going to air every Wednesday to mirror the game days during the 2000 season. Now, on-air personalities Mike Parker, Jim Wilson, Steve Priest and Ron Callen will review plays from all 12 games and include interviews with Dennis Erickson, Oregon State players, and opponents. Now that share is that show is going to air at 6 p.m. on Learfield Learfield affiliates, and it'll also re-air on the podcast. Okay. Now there's also going to be a live stream called Chew on This. Now it's going to op- what?
1: I vividly remember that game and that season.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, Chew on This is going to be a live stream that offers a place for fans to interact live with some of Oregon State's best personalities with off-the-cuff questions and a laid-back atmosphere. Now, beginning on September 8th, which is Tuesday, Jonathan Smith and other players from the 2000 season will look back and provide week-by-week reflections and stories as part of the Fiesta Bowl f- flashback. Now, this air show will air live on Facebook. Now, there's also going to be a digital program Uh, which will serve as a retrospective for each of the 12 games from the 2000. It'll feature a recap of each game, how the team scored, statistics, game leaders, depth charts, a follow gallery, trivia, and a look back at other games in the Pac-10 conference. Now, this digital game program will be available on osubeavers.com. Now, there's also going to be a podcast, Beej, with in-depth interviews with guests from the Fiesta Bowl Flashback Radio Show, and it'll be available each week. And that is on Beaver, what's it called? Beaver Sports Podcast. So if you go into um, Apple Podcasts or whatever, uh, if you subscribe to the Beaver Sports Podcast, you'll get all those. Now, also, Beach, side note here, during this whole Rona shutdown, they actually have been replaying classic games on the Beaver Sports Podcast okay and so they like they have the fiesta Bowl game on there they have other games they've had uh, baseball games on there that have been great they replayed mm-hmm. rasmussen's perfect game that he threw a few years ago and it's actually been really fun so it's awesome yeah and so uh you'll be able to hear a lot of these things on that beaver sports podcast and also beads is going to be commemorative merchandise which will be available for fans of purses at osubeavers.com the shop there and the osu beaver store. Now look for updates on specific specific products via the Beaver Athletics social media accounts, osubeavers.com and tailmail. Tailmail is obviously OSU's uh, email that they send out.
1: Yeah. Dude, that's that's crazy that it was 20 years ago. I'm still just I'm just you know, I remember walking through uh, campus and I would have been was that Dennis Erickson's first year or second year? second year. that we went. To. I remember seeing it must have been the first year that he was there, but also the second. Year, I remember seeing guys out there tailgating that said I tailgate for Dennis or something like that oh, yeah. on the backs of their shirts. Oh, and yeah. there was a ton of people that had those shirts on in orange. Yeah. So, crazy. Yep. God. Where, the, where is where's the where's the time gone, Billy?
0: I, who knows? Who knows? So. Oh,
1: oh.
0: oh. oh. Beads, did you plug oh. it in? It's, it's all fixed,
1: serviced, oiled up, and ready to go. And it's still got power? Yes, it's still got power for the moment. Okay. Okay, Billy, hold on. Right. Hold on.
0: All
1: right. Billy. Yes, Beej? This just in. U of O football team had an outdoor team meeting today, the, uh, being today being Monday, at 2 p.m. to discuss the weeds and priorities of the players. Uh, you know, the teletype must be stuff. It must be the needs and priorities of the players, not the oh. weeds and priorities of the players.
0: Oh, they put a W so, instead of an N? Must have been, must have been. Okay. So,
1: yeah, so so UFO football meeting today. Needs, needs and priorities of the players. In unrelated... Oh, Billy? Yeah? I just lost power. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude, it just got freaking dark.
0: <laughs> so
1: but i keep a flashlight
0: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> in, in my drawer just for these you know when you live out of the stick you gotta wait keep did it. you
0: did you say flashlight with an a
1: yes yes okay, yeah okay not, not yeah. with an e no no okay i no, don't want to
0: know what you keep in your bedside stand so flashlight
1: well, <laughs> I, uh, flashlight, I, 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 correct? Anything, anything that I need to know, I know where it's at. So <laughs> I don't need the flashlight. All right. Oh golly. All right. <clears throat> uh, um, all right. Uh, in in unrelated news, air throughout the Portland and uh, Portland area became filled with smoke as an uncommon windstorm came through the area. So. Huh. Yeah, kind of the, the powerless and kind of lost this one here, but I'll just repeat again. So this just in: <laughs> U of O football team had an outdoor team meeting today, Monday at 2 p.m. to discuss the weed. The, the excuse me, not the weeds, the needs and priorities of the players. And an unrelated news: the air throughout the Portland area became filled with smoke as an uncommon windstorm came
0: through the area. All right, okay. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. So, that was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> thank <it going>? you. <laughs> all right. All right, Beach. Good one. Yes. Good update from Eugene. I'm glad it's back. Yeah, in the dark
1: and everything. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: well, so Beach, I was just sitting here on ESPN.com looking up the rankings for all the teams. We didn't talk about this last week. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have put out rankings for the preseason.
1: Oh, where are we where where is Oregon State ranked this year, well, Billy?
0: For for Pac twelve teams, Oregon is ranked number nine. Seriously? Yeah. USC is ranked seventeen. Okay. Utah is ranked twenty two. Okay. With Arizona State, Washington, Cal all in the others receiving votes category. Now in the coaches poll, you have Oregon at nine. USC at 17, Utah at 20, and Arizona State, Washington, Washington State, and Cal all receiving votes. Oh, and Stanford all receiving votes, hmm. which is going to be funny. It'll be interesting to see how this works since, like, number two in both polls is Ohio State. They don't have any game schedule right now. hmm You know, you got – uh seven in both polls is Penn State no no poll no game scheduled Oregon number nine no game scheduled number 12 Wisconsin no game scheduled just, it'll be interesting to see how this works out so I I think we see more football going in some of these conferences sooner than later yeah but anyways we'll just keep an eye on how these things work out All right Beach it is now time for the Tommy Tuberville
1: what's he think i look like
0: a jackass you sure do jackass of the week war every week i discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship leadership or just being a fan and sometimes just for just stupid things that annoy me that's what it is a lot of times so right now beach we're gonna travel down to southern mississippi okay so head coach jay hobson is out as southern mississippi head football coach and will be replaced by Co-offensive coordinator Scotty Walden as interim head coach, of the school announced Monday. Now, Mississippi Southern Miss suffered a season opening 32 to 21 loss at home Thursday to South Alabama, marking South Alabama's first road win since 2017. Now, Southern Miss AD Jeremy McLean said in a statement: quote, Coach Hobson came in to me and after last Thursday's game, to discuss what was on his heart. And after much discussion of the weekend, he and I agreed that new leadership for our program is needed. Coach Hobson has been a part of our program for 10 years. I appreciate his commitment to Southern Miss and wish Jay and his family nothing but the best. Now, Hobson guided uh, Southern Miss to winning records in each of his previous four seasons as head coach, including three appearances in bowl games. But the Golden Eagles have lost four straight games dating back to the end of last season. Now, Hobson said in a statement, quote, After heartfelt discussion with Jeremy, we have come to a mutual agreement for me to step down as head coach. I am in total agreement with this change in leadership and truly believe it is in the best interest of the players, coaches, and this entire staff. I wish Southern Miss nothing but the best, and I'm thankful for all that they have done for me and my family. And, Hmm. Beach, I'm just listening to those two statements, and they just don't seem to mesh to me. Hold on. Because the AD said he came into me after last Thursday's game to discuss what was on his heart, and after much discussion over the weekend, he and I agreed that new leadership is for a program is needed. And he said, um, after the discussion with Jeremy, we came oh, to Billy? a mutual agreement. Billy?
1: yeah. Hold, hold on, my neighbor's house I think is on fire. Whose house? I don't know. There's ice. There's there's like there's literally a fire just over the corner from me.
0: Go. Do you need to go outside and take care of it? Um, Which I need house? to see what's going on. Which house? Uh the one
1: right beside you the the one right beside me it's 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 beyond that though i think it's a little further over but it's weird they still have lights on on their property but um there's smoke coming up over there so i'm i'm gonna need to call you back okay okay all right Mm, bye bye And it's – so um, for people who don't know where I'm at, uh, I live on a small gravel lane, and there's uh, one two-acre parcel next to me, and there's another two-acre parcel that's next to it, and that puts you on the main street. And then if you went up that to the next two-acre parcel probably, right on the corner of Red Hills and uh, Hidden Springs Road, um, uh, a power line went down and started a fire. So – and it looks like it was on all three sides of the street. Um, I didn't go up there because I figured there, I, I'm just wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and uh, <laughs> I didn't want to get uh, hit by a uh, down power line or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. anyway, figured uh, I called 911. They'd already been called. Uh, so, and now I'm looking out my window, and it, I don't see as much light coming out from over uh, on that side. That's good. So I'm thinking they're getting it under control. Good. So, but I posted a picture on my Facebook. So if you're bored, you can take a look. It's a pretty, pretty cool picture.
0: <laughs> I saw it. I saw it.
1: It's it's yeah, it's just eerie out there. I mean, because it's so
0: hot mm-hmm. and
1: so smoky. Dude, I thought um, that I was grilling you
0: know, and, up. I was grilling up chicken tonight on the Traeger, and I walked outside. Of course, the wind's mm-hmm. blowing, but it's super warm. I'm like, this is weird.
1: Well, well, like, or tonight when I was driving home, you look at the sky. Uh, yeah, I see lights coming from over there again. But now the lights just look like they're emergency vehicle lights flashing up everything. So cool. but what I can't figure out is my neighbor next door to me has got power. I'm totally dead. Um, but I don't think my neighbor next door to me has a generator. But maybe he bought one. I don't know. I need to buy one. One of my um, co-workers said, you got the hose ready, you know, in case the fire comes this way. And I'm like, dude, I'm out of power. I don't I don't even have water right now. Yeah. So.
0: Well, um, but you don't have. I mean, i have
1: water up until the top. The hot water runs you out. You
0: don't have much but, near your house that's going to burn.
1: Uh, not really. I mean, I got the field around me, but the – the well, I mean, the grapes and stuff, but, I mean, it would burn. I mean, well, everything's yeah, dry right but, now.
0: Yeah, but, but your house is pretty isolated.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surrounded by a good hunk of concrete and bark dust, so you think that uh, – and asphalt, so yeah. – and I would think that if there was a fire, the, the uh, emergency vehicles would save structures first.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, you can see how things like this with the wind blowing the way it is, it doesn't take long for one little spark to just freaking take off. So I'm yeah. sure this isn't the first and won't be the last uh, fire they put out tonight. Yeah. I'm just kind of hoping that they get the power line put up back at a decent time so I can take a shower in the morning.
0: Yeah. So Don't need any stinky beach at work.
1: No, no, and not only that, but I mean, my air conditioning just quit too. So, so now I'm stuck here in a hot house with no water. So sitting in the dark with nothing but a 50% charged cell phone and a flashlight.
0: So, <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. You can go sleep in your well, truck.
1: Here we go. Where, where are we at? Where do we leave?
0: Well, we were talking yeah, about the Tommy Tumberville. Yeah, we were talking about the Tommy Tumberville Jackass of the Week. I'm just reading this. They fired the coach after one season and. Mm-hmm. After one game in his fourth season. And because
1: he lost four games. Because he lost four games.
0: A- well, I guess so. And, you know, they... Sorry about that. That was Ginger. Mm-hmm. It was Ginger. Thanks, Ginger. That was your... I'm going to turn down my notifications. <laughs> Sorry.
1: She's like, she knows
0: we're recording the podcast. Yeah, but she doesn't know we're recording right now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just... It, to me, it just seemed a little... It didn't seem like those two statements... Were necessarily together. Um, now before the no, 20, no, they
1: sound like they, they just, both had their own, they both had their own press releases and their press agents.
0: Yeah. And their own agenda. Like, yeah. Anyways, you, you come out with a common memo that both parties, you come out
1: with a common memo that both parties consent to. Yeah. This is, and this is just, what we're going to write. Yeah, okay. Well, because he good.
0: said, well, the AD said he came to me, And then in this one, and then the coach said, I'm in total agreement with this change. Well, wouldn't you come out and say, you know, I really think a change of – I'm in total agreement. Wouldn't you come out and say, I I went in and told him, I think it was time for a change? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just when you say you're in total agreement, like he came to you going, I think we should make a change. Ah, you know what? I agree with that. Whereas opposed to – you know what I mean? (laughs) It just didn't make sense to me. Now, also, too, Beach, before the 2019 season – Um, Hobson interviewed former Baylor coach Art Bryles for the Southern Miss offensive coordinator job. But the school later issued a statement saying Bryles was not a candidate and would have no further comment. Now, after that, Hobson released his own statement saying that it was university president Ronnie Bennett's decision not to hire Bryles. Hobson said he respected his president's decision, but that he had disagreed with it and that Bryles deserved a second chance. Now, Bryles was the old head coach at Baylor who got in trouble for a number of things. Um, that that program ran into rape allegations, sexual assault, covering things mm-hmm. up, all sorts of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but anyways, I just, the more, the more I read it, the more I don't think these two things, I don't think it was a mutual parting the more I read. Nope. So anyways, so uh, for just not being on the same page, we're giving head coach, what the hell is his name? Jay Hobson. And Southern Miss this week's jackass of the week. All right, all right, Beach It is now time for this week's musical interlude. Not, not, not near as exciting as. Other. No, well, well, there's not gonna, a honestly, hell of a say, lot going on. Yeah, there's not a hell of a lot going no, on. No, there so. can't be a lot. And it's not not, not a lot of room for jackasses, right? Well, exactly. And so I'm I'm you know I read stories through the week, and that was the only one that kind of struck me as like, huh, that's kind of weird. So when I went back and started looking through stuff, I'm like, oh, that's about the only thing I can come up with. Anyways, it is now time for this week's Musical Interlude, Beach. And our theme for the 2020-21 season is alcohol. And this week it was my pick. Yes. And so for me, since it's football season, there's only one kind of alcohol that says football season to me. You know what that is, Beach? I'm,
1: I mean, my 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 thought automatically goes to Cold Gin, no, but for, that wouldn't be for, right because we for, already played that song once when we did the Kiss thing, so for, that wouldn't for work. For me, yeah, exactly. You're not a Cold Gin. You are oh, Masterquila,
0: little Cabo Wabo. Okay, now Cabo Wabo Beach is the name of a nightclub and restaurant located in Cabo San Lucas in Baja California Sur, Mexico. Now. There's also a couple franchises on the Las Vegas Strip and in Hollywood. Now it's also a popular brand of. Tequila. Is there still is there still one? In, is there still one in Tahoe? No, that one closed. Um, it's also a popular brand of tequila, okay. and all were founded by rock musician and former member of Van Halen, Sammy Hagar. Now Hagar was already a successful musician when he first visited the Mexican town of Cabo San Lucas in the early '80s, before joining Van Halen in July 1985 after the departure of the founding singer, David Lee Roth. Now, seeking a place for himself and his friends to relax and play music, Hagar and his longtime friend, Marco Monroy partnered up and opened a large bar, restaurant, and performance space. Now, he also did it with the other members Van Van, of Van Halen. Now, launched in April 1990, the cantina was initially a financial f- failure, leading Hagar to buy out his bandmates. Now under new management the bar became popular with both locals and tourists as the town quickly grew into a major resort. In 2004 after plans fell through to open in Las Vegas Hagar opened a second location in the basement of the historic Harvey's Casino on the south shore of Lake Tahoe. Um however that location has since closed. A third location was <laughs> opened in Fresno in 2008 but had its license pulled by Hagar. Hey. What? Hey.
1: Yeah, there was
0: one first yeah, but that one actually—he pulled the license. I had no idea there was one. First time. Yep. Now there's one in Las Vegas at the Miracle Mile, oh, oh. Um, at Planet Hollywood that opened in November 2009. And uh, now Hagar claims he coined the name after watching a man walk unsteadily along a local beach after a heavy night's partying. Now, using the town's nickname of Cabo, which means Cape in Spanish, and shortening wobble to wabo, he said of the man that he was doing the Cabo Wabo. Now, Hager later used the phrase in his lyrics and title for the Van Halen song. Now, also, in the late 1990s, Hagar began selling his patrons a house brand of handmade tequila he commissioned from a family-owned distillery in the state of Jalisco. In 99, a wine importer from Napa Valley began to import the tequila into the U.S. Now, it became an instant success and rose from 37,000 cases the first year to 140,000 cases in 2006, making the second best-selling premium tequila in the United States. Wow. Yeah. And uh, several of the Cabo Wabo offerings have performed quite well at international spirits rating competitions. The Añejo offering received three silver, one gold, and one double gold at the San Francisco World Spirits competition between 2008 and 2012. And the Reposado tequila received a score of 92 from the 2008 Beverage Testing Institute. Mm. Now, before we listen to the song Cabo Beege, do you know? Do you know why the Cabo Wabo Cantina was kind of a financial mess when it first opened? No, no. Do tell, Billy. Well, so Sammy just wanted a small place that he could hang out and play music with his friends, and which they still do at the, at the Cabo Wabo Now, so anyways, they brought him the plans. He said, "Oh, that looks good," and they built it. The problem is. He thought it was going to be built in feet, but it was built in meters. So it ended up being basically three times. Which is like three
1: times the three size. times the size
0: he thought it was going to be. So, but it's great if you've ever been there. It's great food. So is
1: it is it is it still that size? Does it feel when because you've been there? Yeah. Is it big?
0: It's pretty big. Yeah, and there's a couple there's a couple different oh. places to uh, play music. And actually, when we were there in the. Spring of 2019, we actually missed um Sammy being there by a day or two. Oh, yeah, and he's got buddies down there playing that with sucks. all the time. Yeah, and he does his uh, every year. He does his birthday party there and that kind of stuff. So,
1: but anyways, well, it's it's funny. It's funny because the the bandmates bailed even before they ended the band.
0: Yes, yeah, because okay. it wasn't doing and it. they were like. Uh, This isn't really what we expected. He was like, fine, I'll buy you out. And, of course, the rest is history. But anyways, here is Van Halen and Cabo Wabo. Every, Every call. Oh, Sam Beach, that is one of my favorite brands of tequila.
1: I I, do, I I will I totally enjoy that song. That's one of my favorite uh, Sammy Hagar oh, yeah. era songs.
0: Yeah, and it is so. gorgeous down there because it, Cabo San Lucas, it is right there at land's end, and it is a pretty damn gorgeous place. We want to go back actually. Jess and I would love to go down again, even just to go down and stay at a resort. Oh, that, that's
1: is that why they call it because it's right at the end of Baja, so that's why they call it land's end.
0: Yeah, and there's uh, there's a part out there. Um, with Lover's Beach and stuff that they call Land's End, where it kind of juts out into the Sea of Cortez. Okay, because he
1: references that in the song.
0: Yep, yep. Land's End, you have to see it. Ain't no picture ever said it right. Yep. Yeah. All right, Beach. So, again, we have no games to talk about this week um, because the Pac-12 doesn't play. Now, Jess was needling me today saying that uh, we should actually pick some games for next week.
1: Okay. Who, who's playing next week?
0: Well, uh, there's like, she said there's 20 games this coming Saturday and that we should pick a few. Okay. of them. Would you be down to picking okay. like six games? I can pick six games. Okay. We won't do it here. What we will do is because we're not ready for it and we'll probably have to get Kyle. I hate you, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle in on this. Yeah. So, Kyle. so I'll text him. I'll pick out six games and then I'll email them off and then so next week we'll just say what our picks were and we'll kind of talk through those games and then Okay, uh, sounds
1: good.
0: and then next week I'll have six picked so we can talk about them during the show. Makes sense. So we'll do our okay. picks, we'll do our, our picks this week will be done kind of secretly. We'll just do them on a text. And then next week okay. we'll do the picks live on the show. Sound good?
1: Okay, sounds good. Okay. I'm I'm all for this. Okay,
0: cool. And then um so after last week, we did talk about doing a possible tailgater slash protest up at uh, Twin Pines. Yes. Yes. Because if we have a protest, then we don't have Are to worry about... Are we going to do that? Well, if we, don't, if we have a protest, we don't have to worry about how many people show up, right? Yes, I, correct. I don't, I don't think there's going to be 100 people out there, but we can get a few. And I have had several people tell me they were down for a tailgater if we want to do one. Okay. So we were looking at October 17th.
1: I think that's the, the the day we were planning.
0: Okay. So everyone out there, October 17th, if that sounds good to you, let us know. Because we'll start making plans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most likely it'll be here at Twin Pines.
0: Yep. We'll do it in the and,
1: afternoon. Uh, and more informal, we'll even play anything like uh, – I mean, I can, I can, we can actually, you know, it might be fun is to, uh, download a game on, uh, and play it out of the speakers of the, of the house.
0: Oh, that's true. We could, we totally could.
1: Yeah. Because the problem is we
0: can do a projector in the yard, but it's going to be middle of the day. So you're not going to be able to see
1: it. Yeah. If, if we played a movie on the grass or yeah. played, played a, a, a thing on the grass. Yeah. So, well, I mean, could... I guess we can always pull out the TVs if yeah. we wanted to. Yeah. And just put them on the TV. That would work too. Yeah. So, I don't know, we'll figure something out.
0: We'll figure something out. But, anyways, let us know if October seventeenth sounds good to you.
1: But, but one of the things that that kind of inspired me during our podcast tonight was maybe doing a replay of the the Fiesta Bowl.
0: I have that game on DVD.
1: Okay. And then maybe we could bring out Tostitos.
0: <laughs> remember how there was Tostitos everywhere when we were walking around? I got so ticked there sick was of Tostitos. Tostitos
1: everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, some Tostitos. I, I never had so many Tostitos in my life. Yeah.
0: So, so
1: yeah, yeah, bags of them. I just remember seeing the band, the the uh, Notre Dame marching band. They were like freaking ten feet tall walking by us, mm. and and again the arrogance of that. The, the fan base that thought that we weren't even supposed to be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Like, well, you know, we're glad you guys came. It's, it's, it, it, it it's, it's a shame that your season's going to have to end like this, Yeah, you know? And it was such a wrong. Yep. So, and, uh, and you know, and one of the things I still miss from that, those seasons was the patting down the flames. Yep. You know, when they would pat each other down after the, after an awesome play. Mm hmm. Oh, Those were good times. So. Speaking hey, of that, did you see that Antifa guy catch himself on fire the
0: other night? Oh, I did like that. I did like that. <laughs>
1: did, I, you, did you see that?
0: No. So I you saw, see
1: that his
0: yeah, <laughs> his foot was all on fire. I saw somebody cut it to the uh, to the music of Footloose. It was cracking me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> it was cracking me up. Not that I want to see somebody hurt, but it's like, you dumbass. You deserve whatever you get. Well, Alrighty, somebody, Beach. You're going to play with your Accelerant accelerant. Are exactly. So. exactly alrighty <laughs> Bull Beach uh, if you don't have anything else I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 141 of Illegal Participation if you'd like to comment send a suggestion ask a question HeinrichTailgater gmail.com at HeinrichTailgater Twitter HeinrichTailgater on Facebook remember listen to subscribe on all your favorite podcast apps Beach Billy it's been exciting and at least your house didn't burn out
1: I was going to say, I'm just glad keep
0: everybody sees some prayers my house doesn't catch fire tonight.
1: Yep. But we're looking pretty solid at this point. But uh, that was funny, Jared. Like, got a hose ready? I'm, I don't got nothing. I'm screwed. I should need some buckets. I'm surprised,
0: you don't have a, uh, I'm surprised you don't have a generator. You know, I'm back for a
1: generator, but it just hasn't been a priority. You know, the golf course comes first. No. I understand. I understand.
0: Well, besides, uh, the golf course is your, uh, your fire break, so.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's the most important
0: thing. All right. Well, until next week, here's a great big Go Bees. See, every time you do that, I got to delete it out.
1: Oh, and I think you should leave it because it's funny.
0: Well, I know, but a lot of people wouldn't take it that way.
1: So, anyway. That's one
0: of the first things I do. It's have... one of the first things so I do. Start... I'm like,
1: okay, got to delete let's it. Start up. Let's, let's start over. Okay, start up.
0: beach
1: What up, my biatch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, there we go. Just double-check and uh, make sure we are... Okay. Hey,
1: should we start this podcast? Oh, probably. Okay, let's let's do that.
0: The director of thermodynamic blah, 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 blah.